All right, so the question is, are you struggling with posting social media content? I know that it takes a lot of time and we, Massagecore Academy, are doing all of the work for you. Introducing our Done For You membership, all of the social media stuff that you need to level up your business. You can go to massagecoreacademy.com and sign up right now. Hello, and welcome back to another episode of Let's Talk Sheets. We are your hosts, Chad and Jeanette, and today, we're talking about neck and shoulder pain. What up, yo? I got my Detroit Pistons hoodie on today. Throwback. Uh, yeah. I think this is from early 2000s. Yeah. I'd have to check. Yeah. I've had it for a while. It looks like an older school sweatshirt but you never know these days because now all that's coming back so now i get to listen to my mom say all these styles that we used to wear i should have just kept my clothing right we do my we mom do, doesn't actually sound like that we do that every <laughs> we do that every decade though we're like oh, if i only knew but right you know. right today neck and shoulder pain I, some people might be looking at this being like well, why are we talking about this because this has all to deal with body work and you guys are all business um it's all business uh and that's why you rely on us for you to make the connections. So um, usually in our industry, we have a lot of people complaining about neck and shoulder pain, regardless of what their outside activities are, regardless of if they are a swimmer or a runner or play football or whatever. A lot of people are always complaining about neck and shoulder pain. Um, and while the general consensus or responses are okay well have you checked their legs like is it are they is it you know month after month or week after week they're constantly complaining about neck and shoulder pain you know what do you do in order to change that and to get it out of the way yes you can obviously check their legs check for imbalances see if they're skeletal alignments but how do you do that is more important and that's what we're going to get into So what I hear you saying for somebody who doesn't do massage yeah. is that I might be complaining about neck and shoulder, but that might be, might not be the root cause, right? Correct. And I think 99% of massage therapists listening to this are saying, duh, Chad. Yeah. Uh, duh. But yeah. What the, the point of view that we're going to take, like you said, is, okay, how do we maximize on this? How do we improve our business? How do we increase our client retention? How do we rebook more people? How do we improve our business overall, increase our revenue, decrease our costs with this knowledge? Because the right. reality is most of us are just doing the work, but right. how do we make it a better business output? Right. And that's what we, that's what we want to address today, right? Right, 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 right. So the first thing I'm going to tell you to do is, um, and the first thing I would do with you, if you were my client, would the next session you have, I maybe have a, a longer pre-session assessment than I normally do. Because once you start seeing regular clients, chances are they're going to come in with the same issues constantly, regardless of what they are. And that kind of tends to bump down our pre-session assessment time because it's more or less, you know, I'm sure everybody's going to say like, yep, me too. Um, when your client comes, when their client comes in and says like, yeah, just my normal. And for the most part, 
if you take decent soap notes and you know what their normal is, sure, that could be enough. There's no changes. However, there's always something digger to deep into. So in your pre-session assessment, I would ask you, Chad, okay, well, what are you doing outside? Like, you know, a while ago we had talked about, like, I know you're working at a computer all the time. Did, you know- Yeah, let's role play this. Let's do it. Yeah, okay. Oh, okay. All right. So chat, you're, this is, you keep coming in with um, neck and shoulder pain and neck and shoulder pain. And, you know, during your hour session, this is what I'm covering. And this is how long it's taking me to cover those uh, things, because that's what you're requesting. But what are you doing outside? Like when you're working, like what is your desk setup? I know we talked about, you know, maybe getting a standing desk or adjusting where your monitor is. So like, tell me what your progress has been with that. Okay. So I did get a standing desk. I push a button. It goes up. I push a button. It goes down. So I did get a standing desk. And one of the things that I actually noticed, and you'd be very proud of me that I noticed this, is that I don't stand equally on both feet. I tend okay. to shift, so I'll I'll put more weight on my left, and then I'll put more weight on my right, and I will, you know, maybe like 10 minutes, 5 minutes, 20 minutes, whatever. I shift, shift back and forth, right? Okay. So I feel better. I'm standing up, and I got my rights elevated properly, um, but I actually did uncover that I am doing a little bit more shifting. Um, it's just like boring just to stand equal, you know? Yeah. So let me ask, what causes you to shift? Like, do you notice, like, like are you aware? And if you're not, it's okay, but are you aware of, like, Oh, I need to shift because now this hip is bothering me. Oh, That's exactly sh- it. Well, okay. That's hundred percent it. So I, I don't, e- I don't, I think I don't even know the start, the first shift, but then I recognize, okay, that's starting to hurt a little bit. And then, so then I just do the opposite. Okay. So what I'm going to do, I know we focus like at least 30 minutes is what I have in my notes on neck and shoulders, because that's where your pain points are. Yeah. But for today we have an hour. What I want to do is actually spend a decent chunk of time on your like your hip joint area and the sides of your legs and more time on your legs to see if that alleviates some of that discomfort so that it either A, you're not feeling any pain when you're leaning for five minutes or B, that frees up more room so that you don't feel the need to lean to one side to be comfortable. Does that make sense? Jay Money, I trust you. Let's do it. Okay. Okay. So that's the kind of conversation that, and there's probably several other different points and it depends on how you work as a therapist on what questions you're going to ask. Obviously you could ask a whole different array of questions. Okay. You're shifting may not be the possible cause of concern. Um, Are you wearing shoes? Are you, is your monitor up too high? Is, are you looking down to type whatever it is? I like to pick one or two And once I get an answer, um, I like to focus on that because sometimes if you throw like too much batter in the oven, it doesn't bake properly. You know what I mean? Like it's, if there's too many answers and too many responses, it becomes hard to like piece it together. It's okay to go step by step. So I would work on you. I would focus on your hips, maybe spend a little bit more time there, still take care of your neck and shoulders um, as I could. So let's say we chunk it down to 15 minutes um, back of your neck, shoulders, and like your upper back, and maybe 30 minutes on your legs and 15 minutes everywhere else. So um, here, just... here's what I heard. I heard that you um, asked me questions, got feedback. Mm-hmm. I heard that I was doing most of the talking. I heard that you gave me a 
uh, opinion of what's happening and what you think will be a solution. And then I heard you ask if that was fair. Essentially, did I understand it? Yes. Right. And now you're just explaining that there's, you know, that you can do that. So, um, folks, I think what we're getting at is you're the professional. Ask the questions. Right. right. Ask the questions on cover. Spend more time because if all you're doing is the same old, same old, sure, they might be coming in once a month, but they're coming in once a month with pain. But if you come in and you offer a solution to something that they didn't even know was an issue, um, right. you're now a hero. And when we talk about growing your business, heroes are the ones who get, you know, they, they were you're getting referrals from people right. because you've done something so far above and beyond. Right. Right. They're not just saying, hey, Jeanette is my massage therapist. They're saying Jeanette, what they're probably saying, we know the true terminology, but they're saying Jeanette fixes me every time. Right. Right. We we know it's not a fix. We get it right. That's not where I'm going with it. But their thought is you are a hero to them. Why wouldn't you be the obvious choice? Obvious choice when you're when they're telling other people about why their energy is so much better or why they're able to run three miles instead of two miles without um, you know, having that pain or whatever the situation is in their life, you're a contributor, right? Right. And and it simply stemmed from asking questions, making them talk, tell you what's actually going on in their life, and then putting together the proper uh, plan to right. actually, you know, assist getting that back how it should be. Right, right. And this, I mean, and this is all dependent on you know, whether or not your session is at, like you physically are maximizing on your session. Like, are you getting distracted and like staring off into a space? No problem with it, but it, ha- it happens, but we have to be aware of it. Yeah. Um, are you talking and you're, you know, all of a sudden you're like, shoot, I've spent 10 minutes on the arm and I really needed that on the legs. Um, are you not distributing, distributing it pro- appropriately? Um, so say like, you know, in three days after your session, um, I follow up with you and you're like, Hey, yeah, I feel a little bit better. I noticed that I'm not shifting, you know, the next session, I might do more of that, but say we get to a point where now we're at that stagnant point again, like I've been working more on the hips, still covering the neck, back and shoulders. And you're like, well, yes, but like now, like it's, I'm not getting any further relief, but I still have this pain back here in my neck and shoulders. That's when you would want to have a conversation about increasing the time, right? Yes, and that's that's why I am so adamant on having that in between 60, 75, and 90, because it's a little less of a price jump and a time jump. You can't just automatically assume that people don't have the money to afford a 90. Maybe they don't have the time. Ooh, look who's dropping golden nuggets now. Well, because I work That's on a lot so of, true. I work on a lot of people that work from home and come and see me during their scheduled lunch break, or they just plan it into their um, calendar because their place of uh, place of employment, wherever they work, allows for that time. Says, "Hey, we want you to go take care of yourself. So as long as it's not interfering, you can go schedule it." Sometimes it's a time allot- allotment. So that's when the role-playing comes in again. Are you ready, Chad? Come on. I'm ready. Okay. Okay, Chad, before we get started, um, I have a couple of questions. You said that like your your pain has been getting better and it's not popping up as frequently or as soon. um, And that's because we've been spending a little bit more time on your legs, less time on your neck and shoulders, but you're still having that, correct? Uh, I am, yeah. It's it's not, it's nowhere near like it was, but it's definitely still there. 
okay. And it's still annoying. It's still like persistent. You're still like, God, I wish this like would really go away. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Um, so what I'm going to suggest, and if, if you want to do this today, I do have enough time. I would suggest that we actually increase you from 60 to 75, because then I can not only continue to do what we're doing on your hips and your neck and shoulders, but I can focus more on the neck and shoulders than I was able to during a 60 minute because I have the maximum amount of time. And I can also check into like, maybe there's something going on with your calves and your ankles. That's like preventing you from like standing appropriately hmm. to help out. So the time is going to allow me to get to more things to analyze if there's another uh, part of your body that's contributing to this. Does that, do you have any questions? No, that makes sense. Okay. So are you able to stay for an extra 15 minutes today? Yeah, no, that's not a problem. Today's work. Today works for sure. Okay, cool. Then let's go with that. Yeah, cool. Super easy peasy lemon squeezy. And you don't, if you don't have the time to have them stay for 15 minutes, fine. But you make it a point to say, okay, for your next appointment, we need to, then we will need to go to 75 minutes or 75 to 90, whatever the time allotment is. Yeah. And you know, it, at the beginning, you preface this by saying this is about business because we know that we need to work on different areas, uh, that it's the, you know, the the pain area is not always the source of the issue. Um, this is- But it's that a, education piece. You're not, this, your, your client isn't just walking in. This is an opportunity. I mean, and, and you're growing that bond with them too. So the, the retention, what's the worst that happens they say no and you're doing the exact same thing they were going to come in and do anyways i mean you're not yeah. gonna, you're not going to piss them off to where they say no i'm never coming back again that was that was so uncomfortable no have a, it's it's real it's genuine and it shows that you're there for them not for the paycheck right well, you're and that's that's what they want they want to be heard and cared for well and and exactly and that is like even if they do respond back with yeah, I'm not going to be able to increase my time. Um, I, I can't afford it and I can't stay here for that long, whatever it is. Maybe as a massage therapist, you have to, you know, weigh the options of whether or not you're doing a full body or whether or not you're localizing where you're working. I really don't like to do that unless somebody is just scheduling a half hour to take care of one issue because it's acting up. But it is a choice. But it's also something that. you can have a conversation. You can say, okay, so listen, Jeanette, we got 60 minutes. I get it. it. You know, it's a couple extra bucks. Maybe time isn't there. That's okay. Here's what I think is best for you in order right. to maximize your results. We're not going to do what we normally do where we get all the way down to, right? You're just going to tell them the reason why you're going to be isolating. And essentially, right. it's you're giving them the choice. Have, yeah. a, have a hyper-focused massage in the time that they're allowed to do or switch it to have the capacity to do what needs to get done. You're giving right. them the option. They're in control. But at the end of the day, you're still doing what you need to do. Uh, and it's fulfilling for you. The business right. is making money and they're going to stick around. Right. And you communicated it. You were transparent about the conversation. You didn't just go willy-nilly. And then at the end of the session, be like, oh, yeah, we didn't do full body because we don't have time for it because you won't raise it to 75. Right. Not that anybody would say that. But I hope not. But the transparency piece is really where it comes into play, because if you don't do that, then you're not really involving them in their own care. So they're going to find it easier to leave if they're not getting the results that they want, because you are not taking it upon yourself 
to have the conversation. And you are the expert. You are the professional. You need to be the one to start it. I'm. If you can't hear me, I'm like slamming my hands mm -hmm. down here because it is in your hands. Don't you don't know of your clientele who is well versed in the effects of massage and the capabilities of massage, and who isn't. So if you're under the assumption that they should know that, uh, you that's probably going to be a hard, hard uh, business it, model it, for it's you. It's better to assume they don't know anything and overeducate rather than undereducate. Right, because at the end of the day, just like you said, and just like you've said in previous sessions or previous recordings, um, your clients are going to appreciate the education even if it's not registering on their face. They could be looking at you blindly and you're like, okay, did they really pick that up? And that is going to follow through in when they say, Jeanette fixes everything. Jeanette adapts. Like I come in and, and I had this and they were able to take care of it. And, you know, they know their stuff. Yeah. Bueno. Where's our applause button? We well, used to yeah, have it. And, and all of this is based off the fundamental piece we talk about all the time which is our six-step process right if you don't have this process mm -hmm. it's going to not work to be able to have this conversation right because right. this is not an intake conversation this is a pre-session assessment conversation and you have to have that step in your process in order to be able to do it otherwise it's a forced conversation um and nobody feels comfortable about you stumbling your way through you gotta practice yeah. it right as Role well as it. as well as your follow-up like if you're not, because yeah. if you have a client that's coming to you once a month, their description of how they felt the week after is going to be different a month later. Like you're going to get less details where if you ask them within three days of their session, they're probably going to still be experiencing that stuff. So it's all about the timing. That's the business piece. It's all about being organized and knowing how and when to approach these situations. Theme. What do we have next week? Love it. Let love it, see. love it, love it. Next Where's week we're going to talk about newsletters and blogs, specifically the, you know, ideas behind them. Oh, yeah. Yeah. We have some we have some kickers. Um I know you guys get a lot frustrated with just always talking about massage stuff, so uh tune in next week. Keep folding your sheets, put them away on the shelf. Um, so that they're nice and clean and organized. And we will see you next week. Deuces. Hello. <laughs> Your faces, bro. Hello, 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 and welcome back to another episode of Let's Talk Sheets. We are your hosts, Chad and Jeanette. And today we are talking about neck and shoulder pain. So do we need to change our shirts? All right, I'm going to just delete this recording. Or, yeah. You know what? I'm just going to pause it. We'll pick up and just do the whole thing. It'll just be one file. Okay, cool. Hello, and welcome back to another episode of Let's Talk Sheets. We are your hosts, Chad and Jeanette. And today, we're talking about neck and shoulder pain. What up, yo? I got my Detroit Pistons hoodie on today. Throwback. Uh, yeah. I think this is from early 2000s. Yeah. I'd have to check. Yeah. I've had it for a while. It looks like an older school 
sweatshirt, but you never know these days because now all that's coming back. So now I get to listen to my mom say all these styles that we used to wear. I should have just kept my clothing. Right. We do. My mom do, doesn't actually sound like that. We do that every, <laughs> we do that every decade though. We're like, oh, if I only knew, but. Right. Right. Today, neck and shoulder pain. Some people might be looking at this being like, well, why are we talking about this? Cause this has all to deal with body work and you guys are all business. Um, it's all business. Uh, and that's why you rely on us for you to make the connections. So, um, usually in our industry, we have a lot of people complaining about neck and shoulder pain, regardless of what their outside activities are, regardless of if they are a swimmer or a runner or play football or whatever. A lot of people are always complaining about neck and shoulder pain. Um, and while the general consensus or responses are, okay, well, have you checked their legs? Like, is it, are they, is it, you know, month after month or week after week, they're constantly complaining about neck and shoulder pain. You know, what do you do in order to change that? And to get it out of the way, yes, you can obviously check their legs, check for imbalances, see if they're skeletal alignments, but how do you do that is more important. And that's what we're going to get into. So what I hear you saying for somebody who doesn't do massage yeah. is that I might be complaining about neck and shoulder, but that might be, might not be the root cause, right? Correct. And I think 99% of massage therapists listening to this are saying, duh, Chad. Yeah. Uh, duh. But yeah. The, the point of view that we're going to take, like you said, is, okay, how do we maximize on this? How do we improve our business? How do we increase our client retention? How do we rebook more people how do we improve our business overall increase our revenue decrease our costs with this knowledge because the right. reality is most of us are just doing the work but right how do we make it a better business output right and that's what we that's what we want to address today right 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 so the first thing i'm going to tell you to do is um and the first thing I would do with you, if you were my client, would the next session you have, I maybe have a, a longer pre-session assessment than I normally do. Because once you start seeing regular clients, chances are they're going to come in with the same issues constantly, regardless of what they are. And that kind of tends to bump down our pre-session assessment time because it's more or less, you know, I'm sure everybody's going to say like, yep, me too. Um, when your client comes, when their client comes in and says like, yeah, just my normal. And for the most part, if you take decent soap notes and you know what their normal is, sure, that could be enough. There's no changes. However, there's always something digger to deep into. So in your pre-session assessment, I would ask you, Chad, okay, well, what are you doing outside? Like, you know, a while ago we had talked about, like, I know you're working at a computer all the time. Did, you know. Yeah, let's role play did, this. Let's do it. Yeah. Okay. Oh, okay. All right. <clears throat> <clears throat> so chat, you're, this is, you keep coming in with, um, neck and shoulder pain and neck and shoulder pain. And, you know, during your hour session, this is what I'm covering. And this is how long it's taking me to cover those, uh, things because that's what you're requesting. But yeah. 
what are you doing outside? Like when you're working, like what is your desk setup? I know we talked about, you know, maybe getting a standing desk or adjusting where your monitor is. So like, tell me what your progress has been with that. Okay. So I did get a standing desk. I push a button. It goes up. I push a button. It goes down. So I did get a standing desk. And one of the things that I actually noticed, and you'd be very proud of me that I noticed this, is that I don't stand equally on both feet. I tend okay. to shift. So I'll I'll put more weight on my left and then I'll put more weight on my right and I will, you know, maybe like 10 minutes, 5 minutes, 20 minutes, whatever. I shift, shift back and forth, right? Okay. So I feel better. I'm standing up and I got my, it's elevated properly. Um, but I actually did uncover that I am doing a little bit more shifting. Um, just because I get boring just to stand equal, you know? Yeah. Well, so let me ask, what causes you to shift? Like, do you notice, like, like, are you aware? And if you're not, it's okay. But are you aware of like, Oh, I need to shift because now this hip is bothering me. Oh, that's exactly it. Oh, okay. That's hundred percent it. So I, I don't, e I don't, I think I don't even know the start, the first shift, but then I recognize, okay, that's starting to hurt a little bit. And then, so then I just do the opposite. Okay. So what I'm going to do, I know we focus like at least 30 minutes is what I have in my notes on neck and shoulders, because that's where your pain points are. Yeah. But for today we have an hour. What I want to do is actually spend a decent chunk of time on your, like your hip joint area and the sides of your legs and more time on your legs to see if that alleviates some of that discomfort so that it either a, you're not feeling any pain when you're leaning for five minutes or B that frees up more room so that you don't feel the need to lean to one side to be comfortable. Does that make sense? Jay money. I trust you. Let's do it. Okay. Okay. So that's the kind of conversation that, and there's probably a, several other different points and it depends on how you work as a therapist on what questions you're going to ask. Obviously you could ask a whole different array of questions. Okay. You're shifting may not be the possible cause of concern. Um, are you wearing shoes? Are you, is your monitor up too high is, are you looking down to type whatever it is? I like to pick one or two, and once I get an answer, um, I like to focus on that because sometimes if you throw like too much batter in the oven, it doesn't bake properly. You know what I mean? Like it's, if there's too many answers and too many responses, it becomes hard to like piece it together. It's okay to go step by step. So I would work on you. I would focus on your hips, maybe spend a little bit more time there, still take care of your neck and shoulders um, as I could. So let's say we chunk it down to 15 minutes. Um, back of your neck, shoulders, and like your upper back, and maybe 30 minutes on your legs and 15 minutes everywhere else. So um, here, just... here's what I heard. I heard that you um, asked me questions, got feedback. Mm -hmm. I heard that I was doing most of the talking. I heard that you gave me a uh, opinion of what's happening and what you think will be a solution. And then I heard you ask if that was fair. Essentially, did I understand it? Yes. Right. And now you're just explaining that there's, you know, that you can do that. So, right. um, folks, I think what we're getting at is you're the professional. Ask the questions. Right. right? Ask the questions on cover. Spend more time because if all you're doing is the same old, same old, sure, they might be coming in once a month, but they're coming in once a month with pain. But if you come in and you offer a solution to something that they didn't even know was an issue, um, right. you're now a hero. And when we talk about growing your business, 
heroes are the ones who get, you know, they, they were, you're getting referrals from people right. because you've done something so far above and beyond. Right? right. They're not just saying, Hey, Jeanette is my massage therapist. They're saying Jeanette, what they're probably saying, we know the true terminology, but they're saying Jeanette fixes me every time. Right. right. We, we know it's not a fix. We get it right. That's not where I'm going with it. But their thought is you are a hero to them. Why wouldn't you be the obvious choice? Obvious choice when you're t- when they're telling other people about why their energy is so much better, or why they're able to run three miles instead of two miles without, um, you know, having that pain, or whatever the situation is in their life, you're a contributor, right? Right. And and it simply stemmed from asking questions, making them talk, tell you what's actually going on in their life, and then putting together the proper uh, plan to right. actually you know, assist getting that back how it should be. Right. Right. And this, I mean, and this is all dependent on, you know, whether or not your session is at, like you physically are maximizing on your session. Like, are you getting distracted and like staring off into a space? No problem with it, but it, ha- it happens, but we have to be aware of it. Yeah. Um, are you talking and you're, you know, all of a sudden you're like, shoot, I've spent 10 minutes on the arm and I really needed that on the legs. Um, are you not distributing distributing it pro- appropriately? Um, so, say like you know, in three days after your session, um, I follow up with you and you're like, "Hey, yeah, I feel a little bit better. I notice that I'm not shifting." You know, the next session I might do more of that. But say we get to a point where now we're at that stagnant point again. Like I've been working more on the hips, still covering the neck, back, and shoulders, and you're like, "Well, yes, but." Like now, like it's, I'm not getting any further relief, but I still have this pain back here in my neck and shoulders. That's when you would want to have a conversation about increasing the time, right? And that's, that's why I am so adamant on having that in between 60, 75 and 90, because it's a little less of a price jump and a time jump. You can't just automatically assume that people don't have the money to afford a 90. Maybe they don't have the time. Ooh, look who's dropping golden nuggets now. Well, because I work That's on a lot so of- That's so true. I work on a lot of people that work from home and come and see me during their scheduled lunch break, or they just plan it into their um, calendar because their place of, uh, place of employment, wherever they work, allows for that time says hey we want you to go take care of yourself so as long as it's not interfering you can go schedule it sometimes it's a time allotment so that's when yeah the role playing comes in again are you ready chad come on i'm ready okay okay chad before we get started um i have a couple questions you said that like your your pain has been getting better and it's not popping up as frequently or as soon um, and that's because we've been spending a little bit more time on your legs, less time yeah. on your neck and shoulders, but you're still having that, correct? Uh, I am. Yeah. It's it's not, it's nowhere near like it was, but it's definitely still there. Okay. And it's still annoying. It's still like persistent. You're still like, God, I wish this like would really go away. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Um, so what I'm going to suggest, and if, if you want to do this today, I do have enough time. I would suggest that we actually increase you from 60 to 75 because then I can not only continue to do what we're doing on your hips and your neck and shoulders, but I can focus more on the neck and shoulders than I was able to during a 60 minute because I have the maximum amount of time. And I can also check into like, maybe there's something going on with your calves and your ankles that's like preventing you from like standing 
appropriately mm -hmm. to help out. So the time is going to allow me to get to more things to analyze if there's another uh, part of your body that's contributing to this. Does that, do you have any questions? No, that makes sense. Okay. So are you able to stay for an extra 15 minutes today? Yeah, no, that's not a problem. Today's work. Today works for sure. Okay, cool. Then let's go with that. Yeah, cool. Super easy peasy lemon squeezy. And you don't, if you don't have the time to have them stay for 15 minutes, fine. But you make it a point to say, okay, for your next appointment, we need to, then we will need to go to 75 minutes or 75 to 90, whatever the time allotment is. Yeah. And, you know, it, at the beginning, you preface this by saying this is about business because we know that we need to work on different areas, uh, that it's the, you know, the, the pain area is not always the source of the issue. Um, this is but it's that a, education piece. You're not, your, your client isn't just walking it. in. This is an opportunity. I mean, and, and you're growing that bond with them too. So the, the retention, what's the worst that happens? They say no, and you're doing the exact same thing they were going to come in and do anyways. I mean, you're not, yeah. gonna, you're not going to piss them off to where they say, no, I'm never coming back again. That was, that was so uncomfortable. No, have a, it's, it's real. It's genuine. And it shows that you're there for them, not for the paycheck. Right. Well, you're and that's, that's what they want. They want to be heard and cared for. Well, and, and exactly. And that is like, even if they do respond back with, yeah, I'm not going to be able to increase my time. Um, I, I can't afford it and I can't stay here for that long, whatever it is, maybe as a massage therapist, you have to, you know, weigh the options of whether or not you're doing a full body or whether or not you're localizing where you're working. I really don't like to do that unless somebody is just scheduling a half hour to take care of one issue because it's acting up, but it is a choice. But it's also something that. you can have a conversation. You can say, okay, so listen, Jeanette, we got 60 minutes. I get it. It's, you know, it's a couple extra bucks. Maybe time isn't there. That's okay. Here's what I think is best for you in order right. to maximize your results. We're not going to do what we normally do where we get all the way down to, right? You're just going to tell them the reason why you're going to be isolating and essentially right. it's you're giving them the choice yeah. have, a, have a hyper focus massage in the time that they're allowed to do or switch it to have the capacity to do what needs to get done you're giving right. them the option they're in control but at the end of the day you're still doing what you need to do uh, and it's fulfilling for you the business right. is making money and they're going to stick around right and you communicated it you were transparent about the conversation. You didn't just go willy nilly. And then at the end of the session, be like, oh yeah, we didn't do full body because we don't have time for it. Cause you won't raise it to 75. Right. Not that anybody would say that, but I hope not. But the transparency piece is really where it comes into play. Because if you don't do that, then you're not really involving them in their own care. So they're going to find it easier to leave if they're not getting the results that they want, because you are not taking it upon yourself to have the conversation and you are the expert, you are the professional, you need to be the one to start it. I'm, if you can't hear me, I'm like slamming my hands down here because it is in your hands. Don't, you don't know of your clientele who is well-versed in the effects of massage and the capabilities of massage and who isn't. So if you're under the assumption that they should know that, uh, you, that's probably going to be a hard, hard, uh, business it, model for it's you. It's better to assume they don't know anything and over-educate rather than under-educate. 
Right. Because at the end of the day, just like you said, and just like you've said in previous sessions or previous recordings, um, your clients are going to appreciate the education, even if it's not registering on their face. They could be looking at you blindly and you're like, okay, did they really pick that up? And that is going to follow through in when they say, Jeanette fixes everything. Jeanette adapts. Like I come in and, and I had this and they were able to take care of it. And, you know, they know their stuff. Yeah. Bueno. Where's our applause button? We well, used to yeah, have it. And, and all of this is based off the fundamental piece we talk about all the time, which is our six-step process, right? If you don't have this process... Mm -hmm it's going to not work to be able to have this conversation, right? Because right. this is not an intake conversation. This is a pre-session assessment conversation. And you have to have that step in your process in order to be able to do it. Otherwise, it's a forced conversation um, and nobody feels comfortable about you stumbling your way through. You got to practice yeah. it, right? As well as, as well as your follow-up. Like and if you're follow not, because yeah. if you have a client that's coming to you once a month, they're description of how they felt the week after is going to be different a month later. Like you're going to get less details where if you ask them within three days of their session, they're probably going to still be experiencing that stuff. So it's all about the timing. That's the business piece. It's all about being organized and knowing how and when to approach these situations. Theme. What do we have next week? Love it. Let love it, love it, love it. Next week, Where's we're going to talk about newsletters and blogs, specifically the, you know, ideas behind them. Oh, yeah. Yeah. We have some, we have some kickers. Um, I know you guys get a lot frustrated with just always talking about massage stuff. So uh, tune in next week. Keep folding your sheets, put them away on the shelf um, so that they're nice and clean and organized. And we will see you next week. Deuces. <laughs>